Blinded by the shadows your light casts. Headshot. Keep fighting. For justice. Welcome to the League of Traitors. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 567 of the League Cast Podcast. I am Nick Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Rockarts. Hey, how's it going? And that's it. No Colton this week. He is traveling for the holidays, so um, it'll just be a little a little duo buo, right? That's how they say it. Yeah, we usually take um, this like week off anyways, but hey, we'll record a little extra one just for some fun. Yeah, we were super excited to record, so there's not a lot of news, so it'll just be probably something pretty short, but it'll be fun. Something Nick and I just like to. hanging out. Yeah, we're, we're chilling. Um... Awesome. We're going to hear from a couple new patrons, maybe a little bit of league cast news. There's no new news at all because Riot is taking the, the week off. Uh, maybe we'll hear about uh, our Audible sponsorship and then probably just move straight into Roundtable and Mail Fight. Maybe we can discuss something if it if it arises. But how was your how was your two-week, bud? How was your Christmas? My Christmas is good. Um, like I had my like big family like my actual family christmas like mm-hmm. early of the month early in the month because kennedy like left for uh like she went to go see her family uh, i was gonna go like stay with my family like during actual christmas but the, the fucking blizzard stopped <laughs> yeah um so i'm just gonna go see them like next weekend for like new year's instead so mm-hmm. nice um, but yeah it was good I, i've i'm a i am a degenerate when i don't have my wife around <laughs> yeah uh it's, it's she not make good, a better man. person it's just like <laughs> hold on i'll just i'll pull it up so she's been gone for like a week right um and where's my where's my notes right maybe maybe i didn't save them um i thought i saved them um over here yeah yeah. so in that in this week i have uh i guess before she left i play i I beat crisis core in the final fantasy game fucking awesome by the way and then i beat stray the little Mm -hmm. cat game yeah very not good by the way uh well, wait like, really i mean it was all right it's just like it's crazy that, that was in like like in the game of like the year like contention for like every award show <laughs> do you like, do you think it was just a meme or do you think it like people no, like people like the game like that it's just very much like i mean it's like a three hour kind of like atmospheric game i would say um but not like a good atmospheric game like Journey or mm-hmm. uh, like there's a bunch of like those that are like I think are actually maybe like good. But like dude, compared to like God of War or Elden Ring, it's like not yeah. even like it's not even the same fucking question. So it's just weird. Mm. But anyways, it, it was like it was average. And then I started Death Stranding and that might be the worst video game I've ever played in my life. <laughs> um, yeah. It's fucking dog shit, man. It's Oof. like it's like the core mechanic is walking, mm-hmm. which I mean, the world's kind of cool, and then the fucking story's dog shit. I learned there's boss fights, spoiler, in that fucking game that are just impossible to lose and not designed for the game. Dude, it's one of the worst games I've ever played. I'm actually just mm-hmm. not going to play it. I'm just going to play other Yikes. things. Um, Yikes. So I think I'm going to start the Mass Effect series, like, this week. Ooh. Um, it's between that or Skyrim. <laughs> hmm, I see. Mass I want to play through Skyrim. I've series. never played through Skyrim as well. Really? Ever? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, huh. if I played it a bunch, I've just never, like, it's very much a game that I pick up for five hours and then drop. <laughs> mm, I see. 
but I want to play through that. Um, but anyway, since since uh, this time by myself, I've started playing Maple Story again, which is a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I put a, like 30 hours into that, or maybe 20 hours into that, um, which means Maple Story is very much new. You can watch stuff while you play. Yeah. So during that, I've watched four stand-up specials. I've watched their two <laughs> TV series, and I've watched their two entire animes. <laughs> oh my goodness! Nice. Uh, yeah, that's exciting. Stand-up though. specials were all right. Um, the TV series were all right. One of them was Queen's Gambit, was actually really good. I finally watched it. Um, and then I fucking watched all of Stone Ocean, all of uh, Neon uh, Genesis Evangelion. Okay. What did you think about both of those? No, no spoilers. Uh, have you still not finished Stone Ocean? No, we um we watch it very slowly, so we're still still working on that. I think it's it, it's a bit like hard to judge it by itself because like, it's a culmin- it's a culmination of like everything to here mm-hmm. to this point, but it probably is my favorite anime ending of all time. Oh, of all time ever. I mean, I also think anime is just not very good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, like, TV anime, at least. Like, serialized, like, weekly shows and stuff. I think anime mm-hmm. movies are, like, actually good quality medium that can be compared to other movies. I think anime as, like, just a thing, because it's such a rushed medium, just leads it to be, like, a lower quality product than most Western things. That's at fair. least in the, like, you know, like... uh like voiceover, like draw animation, all that stuff. I just feel like there's just not enough time for them to produce like, like there's there's lots of talking just like standstill scenes in anime, like where it's just mm-hmm. literally a screenshot and then words. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like I feel like I've I've gotten to the point where I just don't enjoy that as much. But uh, I I fucking loved. It. I I've watched I've rewatched the ending of Stone Ocean like four or five times now. <laughs> really interesting. Okay, it's really good. Um, and then fucking. <laughs> I'm going to watch all the Eva movies now because I've watched the fucking show or Eva mm-hmm. movies. Um, and that show, I understand why people didn't like it when it came out. Yeah. Is it is it challenging? It's very hard to understand. And the parts that are interesting about it, like it builds this really cool world and has all these questions and then it doesn't answer all of them and ends. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. So I understand, like, it's, I still enjoyed watching it. It's just, I, I understand why people don't like it. It's very polarizing for that reason. And mm-hmm. then they released, there's five movies, and all of them are kind of mixed, other than the fact that now after the fourth, like, the fourth, it's, <laughs> so there's End of Evangelion, which is, like, a different ending. And then there's Evangelion, like, 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, and then 3.0 plus 1.0, which is, Jesus, okay um, and apparently if you watch all four of those it's pretty good so i'm gonna watch all four of those I think. <laughs> if you watch all four of them cool, cool yeah cool. so i'm gonna i don't know i enjoyed it enough i just like binging shit when i'm playing like easy games yeah. like maple story though but i definitely nice. would recommend finishing stone ocean it's it's probably it's definitely my favorite jojo part i think so wow really and i thought so it fucking I, dragged in the middle parts too <laughs> i've heard that um this is not a very good part um but i uh excited to to hear that it's good i i trust your opinion versus what are your rankings uh, of the parts up till like this um so i think two's number one for me i I just think it's i think it's super fun and like just a good introduction to like the i'm gonna say bizarreness of it yeah um also i'm a sucker for uh the the intro the intro is so fucking good yeah uh, the op (laughs) Um, so probably, I mean, two, five, the second half of three, four, <laughs> the, se- the first half of three, 
and then one. Yeah, I, I think mine goes six, then five and four, I think, are equal, and okay. then two, then three, then one. The the parts that are bad in three that just drag, man, are actually so fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah. That Yeah, the first part of three with that is just super slow and not the best. <laughs> yeah. That's but for sure. Anyways, I very much would recommend you finishing it. I would love to talk to you after you finish yeah, it, though. Yeah, definitely. But how was your week other than that? I've just fucking been just binging shit, so I want to hear about your week. Just nerding out. Nice. Yeah. Um it's been it's been going pretty well. I um didn't play much league, played a, a little bit of near. Um still working through that. Had Christmas with my family, my girlfriend's family. So that was most of my weekend. Uh and then we've just been watching Christmas movies. We uh have like alternated between like good Christmas movies and really shitty ones. Yeah. Um so we've been enjoying that. It's uh I don't know, I would recommend there's there's one on Netflix I think called I Believe in Santa and it's just about <laughs> a journalist who fucking hates Christmas yeah. and a lawyer who f- believes in Santa still and it's uh it, it's just one of the worst movies I've ever watched but it was it was fun at the same time hell so. yeah um I think that's I mean pretty much it for me there wasn't like a ton uh a ton going on so. I guess we'll move into the show. We've got three new patrons, Panda Bear, Brian, and Ashlyn. Thank you for your support. Uh, do we have any league cast news? Uh, nothing too crazy. You guys recorded patron thing that's up on online. Um, I might pull you aside sometime like this week and record mm-hmm. a short little thing for January. Yeah. Um, might be non-league related. I'm thinking of starting to do like more non-league related content for Patreon, but doing more of it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, okay. Yeah, just because it's easier just to like shoot the shit about whatever, and then it feels like, as much as we still do the thing where we put it up on YouTube uh, a month later or whatever, I still feel like it, it, at times it feels like it could just be discussions that could just be on the show, but we're mm-hmm. limiting it because even though we're not paywalling it fully because it comes out for free, I still feel bad. But yeah, we'll see. like we can have, we, I want to have a discussion about like what we can do for Patreon. I want to revamp it a little bit going into next year. Um, yeah, and then I was talking on a stream last night. I was like pitching things i want to do and i think for sure i'm gonna do the signing up players for a league mm-hmm. thing oh um, yeah so on our discord i'm gonna post an announcement probably in the next couple of days um it's just gonna ask you like various things like if you're interested of course of like hey what rank are you how many rank games did you play last season what are your what's your availability sort of thing i because i want people who are committed to wanting to play because they don't let their teammates down and then also don't let us down um also like i want you people the same rank and the whole idea is that I would get a team of 10 players, like five players, five subs, um, to play in a league, potentially multiple teams, depending on num- number of signups. Um, and then they would just like compete. We'd pay for their entry and stuff into like a, uh, a various league and they'd play like a mm-hmm. weekly game or whatever. And it'd be fun. Um, yeah. So that, that's, I think that'd be fun. I also pitched the other idea and I actually had a lot of positive reception to it. And I think it works better this season now that there's going to be rank, two rank splits. There's going to be like one that's six months and one at six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, I want to call it master student. Um, and the whole idea mm-hmm. is it would be, so we finish rank split one and then in June rank split two starts or sometime around then. And in the month before June, I'm probably going to put an application. So you can apply to be a master or a student, meaning I'll have a cutoff. Like, I don't know if it's going to be plat one, diamond four or whatever. Um, and you can set up to be a master. You can set up to be a student and a master gets paired with a student or multiple students. Mm-hmm. And it's a 
friendly competition to see which students as a batch or if it's just a one-on-one thing or whatever can climb the most amount of cumulative LP um, like working together um, over that next split from like the first split. Ooh, I like that. I think it'd be fun. I think it's like it wouldn't be super like like there's there's definitely a lot of logistics there but there's enough positive feedback to the idea that I think it's worth it. Mm Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, that, that's something that'll really be coming cool. like mid-year um, and then coming in the next like week or so is going to be signups for like if you're interested in participating in a fives league and we'd pay your entry for it. So, Hell yeah. That sounds really cool. Uh, hopefully we get some some people that are interested in that. I also that have one be... more thing that I pitched and this is something I yeah. really, really want to do, but it requires you and Colton. Okay. Um, so I did a couple months ago this thing on stream where I uh, 1v1 viewers on their main character. Just like Hell mm-hmm. Abyss, like first first blood, 100 CS, first tower, whatever comes first, right? Like quick five-minute games. And mm-hmm. I, I play whatever their main character is. We do a mirror match, and then I play them. Um, so I want to do a thing where <laughs> it's like a gauntlet. So if they can beat me on their main character, you on their main character, and Colton on their main character, we'll give them mystery skin. Ooh, that would be sick. I think it's like a cool idea because like the reality is if I just do it, I'm paying out way too much money. Like I was yeah. like 50% win rate over like 20 games, I think. Um, but mm-hmm. if we're all 50% win rate over 20 games, then yeah. that's then something we can't that lose. we can afford. <laughs> yeah, that fun. sounds super fun. I don't know if it would be, be awesome. like a day thing where we set up like three hours where you just like challenge us um, or if we could do it asynchronously, but we'll figure that out. I feel like yeah. it's a cool, in a, like a way to innovate on this idea that I thought was good by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. That would be yeah. uh, very cool, definitely. Cool, and that's kind of all the league cast stuff. Hell yeah. So there's no new news. Is there anything in particular that you wanted to talk about? Uh, I have a couple things, but I guess like only other thing is I'm also probably going to do community games a lot this week. Um, mm-hmm. I got my main account back today or yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a good boy now. I am mm-hmm, fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucking Performed. showed the game on stream, by the way, and everyone was blown away at like literally at t- uh, two minutes, 40 seconds. The Lulu leaves the lane, never comes back. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... Um... It it was very frustrating. It was not a not a fun experience. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, I think I'm gonna do lots of community games. Um, probably tonight. Probably you know most nights I would say at least every yeah. other night probably. Um, and then I'm going away for the weekend. Um, but nice. then I'll be back early next week. But I think it'll be fun. If so, if you're interested, join our Discord and I'll play some games. Hell yeah! Cool, cool, cool. Um, do we want to shell Audible really quick? Yeah, sure. Um. We actually have a lot of people in our Discord who have been talking about the Rune King book recently. I yeah. actually started a uh, spoiler chat channel about it. Um, so if you want to join in on that spoiler conversation, you can find the Runation book on Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash leadcast or go into our Discord in our announcements channel. We have the link right there. Really, really easy. You, As an Audible member, you can choose one free title a month to keep for, uh, from their entire collection, including latest bestsellers like the Runation book. Um, and new members can try Audible free for 30 days. You get one book if you're not a Prime member or two if you are a Prime member with our uh, code, which is uh, audibletrial.com slash leadcast. Sweet. Um, yeah, definitely looking forward to discussing uh, Rune King with our with our listeners. It was such a fun experience. So um cool is there anything league related you want to talk about so i have a lot of things i put in our vibe weekly section i put a lot of things um, Ooh, okay. in there um some of them are not prepared like i want to put together a questionnaire of like a trolling spectrum like what do you consider trolling yeah it's like various scenarios i have like 
20 scenarios and i mm-hmm. want to figure out where everyone's line is or where the most common line is okay um but one thing i want to talk about that i talked about a lot is actually we could do in any any of the last three there which is switching esports discussion which was like how easy is it for professionals to switch from one esport to another um esports jerseys which i think is okay. a fucking interesting conversation or um new new versus old runes uh as a discussion point because of that video that um XML yeah made. um i mean these are all super interesting to me i mean we've got time if we want to talk about you know one or two yeah sure do you have one that you prefer or like yeah let's is there do the, that you don't feel like i guess so the jersey one doesn't doesn't speak to me super hard yeah no that was more um, of like a, like i fucking hate that fucking players like that teams have jerseys i don't know if it's like yeah LCS. i just think it's like as long as you're wearing like a team thing jerseys are like you're not fucking yeah. sweating you don't need a fucking jersey but mm-hmm. as long as it as long as it showcases the team that you play for right like that's all that matters yeah but that can be another day well let's talk mm-hmm. about the other two then uh want to talk about the switching esports discussion first yeah, I'd love to. So we we had some discussion about how easy or difficult it would be for a um, like a league pro to swap to Dota or um, I think anything else really, right? Um, I can't remember the like the, all the super intricate details of the discussion. Yeah, um, it, it's like I think the main thing was I think it's if you're at the top level. I think it's relatively easy for a player to switch esports. Mm-hmm. Very easy if it's same genre, I think. And then I think it's not even that crazy for different genres. I think a lot of the top level competitive stuff comes from like stuff like work ethic, um, grind, um, mentality, stuff like that. Or even just like your ability to understand like what's needed, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I guess the counter argument is that why isn't there a ton of players who do it, which is true. Yeah. There's like, I don't know, a handful that you can think of like rich who came from hots, um, Gamsu who came, who went from league to overwatch to league. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a couple, right. And there's a couple of CSGO players, obviously CSGO players, this to Valorant, um, tons of TCG players switch TCGs. Like, I think the same genre one, I think most people are on the same page, right? Like look at the fucking fighting game community. People just switch. Yeah. Games. I mean, look at Leffen, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that makes sense, right? Because mechanics are the same, games kind of the same. There are games that are literally the same style, whether it's, like, 2D, 3D, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. What, what, so, let's, let's, let's do this um, by percentage. What, what, in the same genre, what percentage do you think, like, how confidently do you feel like a League Pro could be Pro in Dota, right? I think it's, like, super high. I think it's, like, like. Like, let's just say like top of like the i think it's easier to like quantify it by like a top performing i don't think okay, like sure. fucking biofrost is like yeah no no no, no. yeah mm-hmm. let's say let's, let's say, say like, like double after a bjergsen or a cats yeah. or whoever right a, a faker i think it's mm-hmm. like super high i think it's like easily above 50 percent. okay yeah i i would as well i was i was going like 75 80 uh i think it's it's pretty they, there are a lot of things that um transfer over like directly and i think um especially if if you're in the sh- same genre uh i don't think it's that difficult to uh to to make that transition oh yeah for sure and then it like i think it's like even like maybe like it sounds like not a lot but i think like 10 15 percent is like i think you can switch genres like honestly like there are there the big difference is that i think it depends on what it is i think there's a mix of like mechanical to strategy of like 
what changes the percent that you can switch over, right? Like purely mechanical things, I think like if you're a good player, I think you just can switch like regardless. I think the more strategy something becomes, um, the harder it is to switch because you have to learn the intricacies yeah. of the history and whatever of the mm-hmm. game, right? Like I'm not sure if Civ pros are a thing, but I would assume it's harder to switch into becoming a Civ pro from a League pro than it is from switching to be a League a League pro to a Valorant yeah, because it's pro. a lot it's a, it's a lot more like strategy and and thinking about it the game in a strategic manner than it is in league compared to um it's different skills for sure right like completely mm-hmm. like not even just like so, the yeah. physical skills but like the the way that you prep for stuff the importance that you put on different aspects of the game and mm-hmm. stuff yeah so yeah yeah i would i would give that a, a pretty fair shot as well um probably even higher if they like if you truly like put your put your mind to it mm-hmm. i know that's kind of like a easy way to say that but yeah i i don't know i think um i think the barrier to entry is so low compared to um a lot of other things like you can't i think it would be a lot harder for like a musician to switch genres than it would be for a a, a gamer right yeah 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 I, I yeah I, I can agree with that i just think it's like i think we're both on the same side of this, so it's a little less yeah i think so but too. i think mm-hmm. like a lot of the discussion in our discord was that like it's really hard for any pro to switch to a different game and i just don't i i feel like there's a undervalued level of like what it takes to be a pro in the fact of like motivation um drive grind like stuff like that like those factors and i feel Mm -hmm. like if you have those factors and you're already like a top performer in your genre i don't see how that would stop you from becoming like a top in another field or at least yeah because it's not like you're it's not like you're missing the the mechanical ability right like faker's gonna be able to press the buttons regardless of the game he plays yeah like I, it'd be crazy to think that Faker couldn't become a maybe not a top here like not hot here's storm a uh, Dota a Dota player but like at least a good Dota player right mm-hmm. yeah um that's I mean that's exactly how I feel too so I'm not sure if there's like too much more discussion we can have but <laughs> well, if our, yeah, if our I, community I mean, I totally wants to like agree. weigh in at all I think it's like interesting someone can open yeah up, that, like, that a could be a Discord or whatever yeah something that they um that they post. Um, and the next one was like a discussion about old runes versus new runes, which is sparked by a video that I think it's Exiles. Is that his account name? I think it's Exiles. Oh, I hope it's Exiles. Um, <laughs> but either way, he puts out like League S video essays, let's say. Yeah. Um, and he put out one about how the old rune system was better than the new rune system because the new, the basis of it was the new rune system has choices that are forced choices right he gives the example of a kali uh, um a kali azir matchup where if you don't take um if you don't go doran's shield um what's the healing one second wind second wind second wind you you lose the lane especially yeah. at like the higher levels of play right and i th- i think there's like a lot of merit to that i think the main area where we differed was that you don't think that there was much choice even back then um or like there is like not that much or the choice now isn't as important, I I think. But I, I just think the choices now are, like, so forced a lot of the time um, so, compared to old runes. Uh, let me outline my position. I So I do think the choices are important, probably a little bit too important, which I think is what how you feel as well. Um, I, I just think that um, there is not, um, like, that illusion of choice, ex- like, failed, to, like... The how do I how do I phrase this? Like previously, when you were selecting runes, it meant less. I think because people hadn't like 
moved towards the culture that gaming is in now where it's like i'm going to max min every single thing it doesn't matter if i'm playing a single player game like if i'm playing a multiplayer game whatever if you have a game where there are choices i guarantee you you can find a tier list online and that is sort of the the approach that i'm looking at it from where you know maybe there was a lot more diversity and your choices mattered more previously but i think if we kept the same system the same rune system that we had before runes and masteries and just dragged it forward into the future that we'd be complaining about the same things because i don't think that is a like system i don't think that's a system failure i think that's sort of just the 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 like gaming meta almost if that makes sense i, I don't know like how it's to explain it yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that completely. Um, and I do think that there, that is a huge thing in games. Um, yeah. And I think my whole counterpoint when we had this discussion was that I think that Riot, at least, hasn't done enough to obscure those choices to make it harder to just math out, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the choices are just obvious. Like, if you don't go this, it's worse, right? Or if you go this, this is the better choice. You have to go this. Um, whereas before, at least with my rose-tinted glasses, it was much more obscured. Or at the very least, this is what we kind of... I think it's what we kind of, like, uh, ended up agreeing on was runes currently have too much power, and before they had less power, which meant... Even if there was an obvious choice, you weren't punished as hard by going something different, right? Because mm-hmm. it was less power, therefore, like, you're not healing. I mean, second win can heal you, like, fucking 3,000 in a game, which is a fuck ton for a minor rune choice. Um, versus before getting 15% buff duration, it's not like you, you win or lose the game by choosing that or not choosing that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I think it's, like, interesting. I think, like, developers do have to do more to obscure that stuff. I think people, you're right, at least in this day and age, always will math, math it out. Um, and I guess that, that, that kind of interests me because I, I do like LS a lot. And he, like, talks about – he's a very mathy guy, right? Like, he very much yeah. talks about, like, min-maxing stuff. And the cool thing about min-max is that – and I'm just thinking of this as a conversation like a year ago that he's having is like biscuits are fucking terrible, right? You should never take biscuits. They're, yeah. they're they mm-hmm. just are not good. Um, same with something like scorch, for example, right? It's just, it doesn't have the value, whatever, but he has this like mindset of like, these things could be good though, right? These things could be good because if the lane is played perfectly edging out like a extra seven damage on a scorch trade or whatever can allow you to win the lane if you like play around those things right no one currently does that anywhere um Mm -hmm. but in theory that could like be a hyper optimized thing where like having scorch could allow you to get extra cs get extra pressure force an early back whatever and then the counter would be hey and if we ever get to this hyper optimized league where scorch actually like matters then biscuits would matter to like counter something like that Mm -hmm. right and i think that's super interesting um i just think that (laughs) Hyper-optimized games sometimes take the fun out of, like, actually, like, making decisions, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I, I think the, the biggest issue is that the more the more strategy, if, if you think of it as, like, a line between strategy and just full game, like, let's say Call of Duty's on one side and then Civ's on the other side. Mm-hmm. The closer you get to that strategy Civ side, the more hyper-optimized things are going to be because there are right and wrong answers to make, right? Yeah. And I think... It's very fucking easy for a uh, first-person shooter developer to buff and nerf guns to make it so that they're all balanced or all balanced enough that there is a 
a choice or at least an illusion of choice, right? Whereas Mm -hmm. when you have literally math decisions on like a full strategy game, like what fucking crop am I going to harvest because I need to do X, it's way easier to math out the decisions. And I think it's way more on the developer to figure out a way to cloud or obscure that to make it so that feels like there's choice. Even if there isn't a choice, I feel like... (laughs) Player choice is something that's super fucking important in games, or else I don't understand the point of playing them. Mm, yeah. Um, but I, so it's a, it's a mix of like, yeah, people hyper optimize things. It, we're in a genre where it's easy to hyper optimize things. It's hard for developers developers to obscure things. But I think developers can work harder to work towards that. I I suppose I would agree. I just I'm not familiar with like a a, a game where that or like a system where that would be possible. Right, because like the strategy sphere, I agree. Yeah, but I I mean, as long as there is like some choice, I feel like there is going to be some correct choice, and then it will be mathed out, right? Like I, I, it it's hard for me to, and maybe this exists, and I'm just not aware of it. it. It's hard for me to envision a system in which every single choice is viable, um, and there's not a correct choice that people have opinions on. If that makes sense. Yeah, it feels like it's a mix of, like, just a balancing fucking nightmare. Like, at the pro level, yeah, everything will be hyper-optimized. But, like, I would love it if, like, the typical runes for Vigar are whatever the fuck, right? And let's just say they don't take water-walking celerity. But a team wants to draft around this idea that they're going to have this roaming mid-blainer and they can draft around going, like, celerity water-walking or whatever. But I just feel like maybe we're past the point where you can do stuff like that in league but it would feel like that would be so fucking cool i want to roam a lot so i'm going to take these things um but it feels like we're getting to hyper optimized league where you can't do those things because you lose the lane (laughs) so i think i think a really good example of of like exactly what you were just saying um is like the smite top right where people were able to math out like oh it is better for my like for my team as a whole, if I just completely stack my lane and the farm and experience that I get here and just help everyone else out. And then, you know, you get, you gave it some time for the, for the information to spread. And then suddenly every single person is running smite top, right? Like very rarely were you seeing non smite smite top, at least, at least one side, um, uh, in, in a team. And I, I feel like, like that, that's just the system or that that's just where like gaming is at right now. It's not, it, yeah, the, it, there's I mean, lots of right and wrong choices, right? And, yeah, and, and I don't, I don't think right and wrong choices is a bad thing. I think it's a really good thing to to have choices and have really impactful choices that actually, you know, matter. I, I, I don't think it's a bad thing for your game to be decided by a choice you make. Um, but it, it, like you were saying, it would be nice to have the choices, at, like the options, actually matter, right? To have, to have, I, I think a really, really like the, the best example of this is. Um, the last row of the precision tree where like, you know, sometimes you do want to take coup de gras. Sometimes you do want to take cut down. Other times you want to, you do want to take last stand, but it never feels like your game is won or lost based on those choices. Yeah. Um, I agree. And, and I think like, that's a really good example. I think it's also just really, really hard to like nail down totally, um, like across the board. So yeah, no, for sure. I, I completely agree with that. It is just like a mess, and I, th- I think there's no good way, especially in games that are kind of strategy adjacent. Um, but it, it's just a nice like dream, I guess, to have like mm-hmm. more things that matter, I guess. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's one of my like biggest pet peeves with like gaming right now. I mean, I can I can look up. I've been playing near near replicant um, weapon tier list, and like it it's a single player game, and it doesn't matter what weapon you pick at the end of the day because it's I mean unless you're playing on the hardest difficulty, it doesn't matter. But you know, instantly a a, a Google page full of results for you know a um, I don't even know how old this this game is, but a very old game. Um, the weapons have been ranked, and it, it's just like that is is very much a new thing in gaming. I sound like an old man, I feel like, but um, you know, it's a little sad. Uh, I, I think because it takes a lot of the the decision or not the decision making, but some of the, like uniqueness out of out of the games. Oh yeah. So. For sure, like um, I, I think it's funny that like even in single player games, like developers have to fucking optimize to make it so people don't just fucking optimize the fun out of their games. Yeah, I mean there have been balance. I mean I, I remember there being balance patches for Cyberpunk. Like, why are you balance patching a, a single player game? If if someone wants to play that, let them. If they don't, don't. You know? Yeah, I think yeah, it is human nature just to like want to like min max shit, but mm-hmm. and just, and like, I think for something as like as popular and accessible as league is like it's a free-to-play game on something it's not hard to run at all the vast majority of people can play league it's very easy to hey i'm gonna look up to see what someone else is doing and just sort of uh uh mimic that um and find success that way like taking it's it's sort of like getting coached right if you're getting coached at um an entry level you're gonna a lot of the learning curves and um, like pain of the early game is removed because you don't have to figure out like, Oh, that's what, that's what Akali does. Yeah. Oh, this is how Gragas interacts with Lee Sin. Like when they're both dashing at each other, that's, that's all removed and you don't have to do that anymore. And I, I think that's a, an, an offshoot of this optimization that we're in. Yeah, for sure. It's just interesting. I, I, mm-hmm. I do wish it felt like your choices could be made yeah. without losing you the game and it's weird because it's like you want them to not lose you the game because you made the wrong choice but you also want your choice to feel like it has impact <laughs> and those yeah exactly are conflicting mm-hmm. right like yeah not fully conflicting but conflicting to the point where i understand how it can be hard for a developer to do that mm-hmm. for sure uh, and overall i think riot does a good job you know uh, there are times obviously when runes are way too strong or way too weak but for the most part, it's not too bad. Yeah, I completely so. agree. I also think it's like fun when like it's weird because you also want a mix of like innovative stuff to come up, but you also don't want the innovative stuff to become uh, the meta, right? Yeah, I mean, I think a re- like the best example of this is Klepto, you know, where yeah. like Klepto on release was this really, really unique, cool thing that I don't think anyone could have fathomed when league first came out um and then it became like oh okay well um allow we can proc it on her her spirit so you want to take klepto um like oh, oh we're gonna instead of uh instead of actually cashing in the gold pouches you're gonna sell them because it's worth more on average yeah <laughs> you know there, there just became a lot of like really really interesting things that i mean even just like the smite top thing like i think smite top is fucking cool as long as it's not the optimal way to play the game right? yeah mm-hmm. or like 
one thing that I hope it doesn't fucking become meta, but I've seen it. It's been played in like the minor leagues right now. Is, yeah. So Lucian Nami is still good, right? Yeah. But there's this new thing where you start like your Doran's Blade on Lucian, and then your first back you buy the support item on Lucian to get your support your support CSs um, mm-hmm. to so Imperial Mandate faster. So you can get Mandate faster. Yeah. And it's like fuck man that's cool but is it too hyper optimized to be fun when every when every single time you play Lucian Nami you have to fucking go the support item on first back <laughs> like yeah and, and that's sort of like what I mean is like somebody's gonna figure out this thing and instead of it being this this really cool unique thing it just is going to become the default yeah um, and and it's, it's the like, same with like uh what, what's the fucking hyper farming thing where the jungle mid like tark mid funnel oh i don't like double oh uh funneling yeah yeah funneling it's mm-hmm. like funneling's the same thing it's like fuck funneling's cool until it's the optimal way, way to play the game <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and i i, I think sen is a, a another good example right where like senna has really cool strats but if she's too strong she's pick she's pick ban you know and, and those strats become less unique and more just like the numbers are good, so run this. Or even the balance of, like, what's better, support or AD carry center, right? Like, how many fucking mm-hmm. times have they changed the soul, like, drop rate and, like, passive drop rate and, like, uh, uh, active drop rate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, to try to balance it. It feels like it's been, like, a hundred times. And it yeah. feels like there's no middle ground because people just figure out which one's better and then only play that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I, that's sort of what I mean by, like, I don't think it's a ruined system, chain, system issue so much as it is, like, a, a player issue. Yeah, I think I think the player issue is the the cause of it all. I just think that developers have to work harder to mm-hmm. make it to obscure choice or make more choice. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I think it's fucking hard. I don't think it's just a hey, riot, clap your hands and fucking do this. But mm-hmm. um, I, I wish they put more active effort into trying. I think, or at least more. Maybe they are behind the scenes more, like visual like indicators that they're trying to make stuff interesting yeah. mm-hmm. but it's interesting I, I would love to hear like our uh our teammates our uh <laughs> <laughs> listeners uh thoughts on all this though our g2s yeah, our, our G2 what do they army. call them g2 army yeah <laughs> hell yeah um did we already talk about the other one um the other... yeah we did we did uh switching e-sports oh yeah switching words, esports yeah. Yeah, yeah i forgot um cool i guess let's jump into roundtable then Cool. Um, yeah, so last week's question was, who was on your Mount Rushmore of League of Legends? Um, just for mine really quick. Mine only has a couple faces right now, but mine right now is uh, Freak and Faker. Oh, okay. I think those yeah. are like the two easy ones. I think they both fill different parts, but I think they're both equally important to League. Um, yeah, I almost think that it has to be like A and B, one and two, regardless of who you put in one. I Like, I don't know if you can... If it if you can tell league story without talking about both of them, when you think of faces on a mountain, do you think of Mount Rushmore or the fucking Hokage uh, thing? <laughs> the anime yeah. Mount Rushmore. Uh, I guess the real one, just because okay. I'm not like a big Naruto. Okay, fan. I, I I think it's more the fact that I've just I I'm, I'm Canadian. <laughs> uh yeah, probably, probably. I wish we had a Mount Rushmore of Canada. Who would you put on your Canadian Mount Rushmore? I don't know, man. Everyone's canceled for Justin something. Trudeau. So yeah, just just Trudeau, like actually Trudeau and his father, and then that's all. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, so from our Twitter, uh, Fenrir from Trinity Force said, "Faker, Freak, Doublelift, Perks, and Cadrel in a few more years." That's five. Interesting. Okay. Is there? Is there? No, there's only four on Mount Rushmore, right? There's only four, I think. Okay, I wasn't sure. Um, 
There's six in the Hokage one, though. That's right? cool. Or seven? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Don't they add a new one every time there's a new Hokage? Yeah, yeah. I They're going to run out around. eventually. I'm glad I don't know. <laughs> I think it's good True. not to know. True. Um, uh, Winyan said, Freak, Faker, Skara, and Doublelift. Laughing Mage said, All time is Faker, Freak, Tyler, one in the lead cast crew. Can you Tyler imagine? Dude, that's so funny. I like the okay. idea of Faker, Freak. <laughs> um tyler, tyler one and then all three and of then three faces. guys sharing one face yeah <laughs> that's cool uh, from our um discord brandon said i had to think about this one but i'd say faker freak riot august and voy boy faker is kind of self-explanatory freak because of his work in the cast dress and community involvement he's made awesome plays and uh much more hype in all of his cast his champion spotlights and his puns made the staple our staple in the league community where i got august because his champions put the fun factor in the league starting with jinx who doesn't love manipulating time with echo shooting a giant rocket as jinx and punching people in the face with vi it's weird that he left out all the controversial <laughs> um <laughs> Imagine trying to change that to Viego, Zeri, and... Um, but I do agree. Yeah. Uh, and then Void Boy, uh, because a streamer, he brought a good man mentality to the game when those overly aggressive streamers were doing dumb shit. He also explained philosophy and what he was thinking about as you were diving into the mind of a professional at the time. I think it's a good one. Mm -hmm. And then also for Armus, he says, I think Freak and Faker are a given. I'd also put double lifts up there. And my fourth is spicy. I'd put up Jinx. I know she's a champion, Whoa. but Arcane was too big not to consider. And it got people thinking about League, whether they played it or not. I think it's so funny if you're like someone who's being considered and they choose Jinx over you as the fourth one <laughs> yeah yeah that's so funny and last but not least pards bay said freak faker tsm <laughs> and i think his name is sam when riot added the first skin <laughs> frostfire Annie, they came up with the idea that the skin would lower your attack speed but give more damage to the build sam was the only employee who spoke up and said it felt scummy to put the stats behind a paywall i've never heard this story but I'm yeah curious for real if it's true <laughs> huh thank that's you sam that's crazy thank you sam based um, also, there's one more response that I meant to read um, from fucking Mr. Fit or from Sir Fishy. He says, uh, maybe you heard of them. Colin Blue Asket Sweat, <laughs> Aiden Frost Rockets, Nick the King Cooper, and Pards Bay, the pillar of the league community and they also have a sick podcast. So I'm confused. Does he just think Pards is very active and awesome and involved? Because I agree. Or does he think Pards is part of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically he's been on it, so. That's fair. That's true. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I, I do think it's really funny that we talked about freaking Faker, and then I think every single answer you picked, aside from that 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 last one, had freaking Faker first. I feel like they're the two like right choices. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think people can, would complain if either of them were on. I guess. Yeah. Which I think is a huge thing about like having like that like the goats. I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Cool. Um. This week's roundtable question is, if you had to transfer all your League knowledge to another game, what game would you choose? Or if you have recently started League, what game would you switch your knowledge from to gain knowledge in League? Ooh, this is tough, because I feel like I'm I'm pretty good at League on, on like, average. But I would also want to play a game that is still around and, like, has some longevity. Because if you picked, like, I don't know... Um, uh, like Heroes of the Storm, right? It's already gone. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> there's no like ultra high level for that. Atlas um, Reactor. Atlas, yeah. Like as much as it, it would be fun to to be an Atlas Reactor pro, like you're also probably not getting a lot of work. Um, I'd, I'd probably pick some fighting game, and it's just determining yeah. which one. Um, I'd I'd probably say melee. That'd I think that'd actually. be really fun. Yeah. It is weird because like it's like, when do you play? How often do you play melee? <laughs> oh, very, very rarely. When was I the mean, last time you played melee? 
Um, you know, I legitimately can't remember. I think mine was like the summer. Actually, I played at fucking uh, Alex's bachelor party. Other than that, mm-hmm. though, it was like a year ago. So, but I, th- I think it would be really fun to be good at it, and it's also popular enough that you'd be able to like keep playing it. You know? Yeah, rank just came out too. Oh, that's sick. On yeah. uh, like the dolphin player, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's Physics sick. ranked. It's actually mm-hmm. insane. Um, cool. Really, really fun to watch right now. <laughs> um, for me, I think I would also choose a fighting game. I don't want to like copy you, but like I think I would just choose like like a Tekken or something like that. Because I think yeah. not only do you get good at that, but I also think that transferable skills are insane. Mm-hmm. Um, between games, uh, it's either that or choosing like a first-person shooter, like getting good at like a Valorant. Oh, true. Or, yeah. Because I feel like that that would make a lot of other games really, really fun. Do you want to do like a competitive shooter like that? Is that what they call them? Competitive shooters? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I'd choose that. Just I feel like I still do like playing competitive games. I like yeah. being good at things. Um, <laughs> I very much don't like just playing something, being bad at it, and quitting. I like trying to get good mm-hmm. at it. Um, yeah. But like I feel like my other choice would be something like Sea of Thieves, and I feel like the value that I get out of that is so much lower than getting good at something else um, mm-hmm. that has like more of a competitive yeah for sure <laughs> yeah i'm the best pokemon blue player this world yeah. has ever seen <laughs> dude getting good at like speed running a game is a cool choice as well though yeah I've, there's been a couple games that i felt like oh i could i could i could learn how to speed run this like i feel like dead cells was the first one where like this just this game just feels good to play like i don't play a lot of it but this game feels good to play have you ever speed run a game like tried to like speed run a game no nothing like serious um I, I don't think I have the the time to like the the time needed to to do a lot of the like groundwork to set that up, you know. Yeah, I did it with uh, Mario sixty four like two years ago. If you remember that, mm-hmm. yeah, like it, it was fun. Like I feel like just teaching yourself stuff is fun. Like because it's like, hey, my first run was like three hours. <laughs> yeah, and my second mm-hmm. run was like fifty minutes, and then I finally like broke like thirty minutes after like a week of practicing, and then That's I sick. quit. <laughs> yeah, but. Because I don't want to actually just grind that all the time. I'm very mm-hmm. much someone who doesn't like fucking playing games like League of Legends that just have no end. Um, yeah. But, hey, yeah. I chose this as my fucking fate. True. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you want to let us know uh, what you would transfer all your League knowledge to, um, you can hit us up on our Twitter at LeagueCast. You can send us an email, mail at LeagueCastPodcast.com, or you can come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. Awesome. All right, let's move into Mail Fight. Our first email is from Z Paladin, uh, and they say, Hey, everyone. I hope you all got some sick merch from Santa Gragas. I unwrapped some lost mitigation, so I guess that means I was on the nice list. Anyway, it's been a while since I last wrote in. I took a step away from League for the preseason just to give some other games a shot and come back renewed when the new ranked season starts. I wanted to write in since I've been following along with the preseason changes, but haven't tried it yet. Uh, anything yet firsthand. Uh, off the rip, it seems like they wanted to continue the, the direction of the Dural that the durability patch was going geez uh and make games longer i'm personally a fan of this as a tank player and think it'll be a good season for me to climb barring any changes despite the nerfs remis should still be pretty good since w is just being reverted to its old numbers amumu also seems scary since he can now build leandry's sunfire in the same build how viable that is that actually is i'm not so sure so i wanted to ask you what your takes on the meta are are you a fan of how the preseason has been shaping up 
Who do you expect to be really good in season 13? Do you see any sleeper champs that people aren't playing at the moment? Another thing I want to talk about uh, is the roundtable from last week. Since I really only got into League during the past two or three years, my Mount Rushmore is definitely going to sound strange. I'd put Blabber, Captain Flowers, King Sticks, and Ramus on mine. I thought it'd be <laughs> unique to go off of a player, caster, streamer, and champion that have really influenced my experience with League as a whole. Blabber is always super fun to watch, especially given our mutual fascination with crabs. Uh, Captain Flowers was the caster for the first time I watched LCS and uh, had great commentary. King Six was who I watched when I was first learning in the jungle and still pumps out content like a madman. And of course, Remus has been old reliable. Always okay. He was my first main and helped me in my promos to silver. Lastly, I have a potential roundtable question for future use. Uh, if you had to make a take a shot win for League of Legends, what would it be? Mine would be take a shot when your team or enemy says jungle diff. Uh, whether I'm doing great or hor horrible, I'm getting hammered all the same. Looking forward to Leadcast 2023 and wish everyone the best Z Paladin. Uh, I do think we should save that roundtable question. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a really, really good one. Um, yeah, I mean, the interesting uh, Mount Rushmore um, choices. I think it's a really cool idea is selecting... Uh, um like player caster streamer and champion i think that's a good idea yeah it's great um, but you missed freak and faker feet freak and faker so uh and then he asked a bunch of questions let's see what are our takes on the meta are we a fan of how the preseason has been shaping up which champions do we expect to be really good in season 13 and are there any sleeper champs um all right takes takes our takes on the meta are we are we happy with how the preseason has been going aiden I think it's fine. I think the items are becoming too powerful, and I would rather it be more about characters again. Yeah, uh, that is a that is the reason that I was not a fan of TFT, um, and I can totally understand how people would be frustrated that that's happening in League. My my um, go to pick that I've been playing in like games is fucking Warwick Top now. Why? Yeah, not because I, I, I he's kind of fun as well, but because your fucking core build is Jack Show. Sorry, is Bork Jack Show Ravenous. Mm -hmm. Like it's you just, just the get three to build best items the in the game. Best items in the game. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It just feels like if someone has, I'm someone who complains a lot. I'll admit, um, in game about like stuff like this character's OP. That's whatever. Um, never really out of game that much, but holy fuck, man, the amount of times that I, like, try to fight someone, I go, they have jack show, I just want to fucking die. It, yeah. It's, it's so often. Or, like, the amount of times that, like, someone will be like, Idy here is so fucking shit, and then I see they don't have Bork, it's like, maybe items are too strong, but, like, mm -hmm. it feels like people aren't even using them that well. <laughs> like, Yeah, I mean... Uh how many how many champions are still not building radiant virtue right even it's though it's, so fucking it, it is like the best general purpose um you, you know mythic in the game oh, i wanted to fucking shoot myself in community games like a couple days ago because the the enemy team had two radiant virtues two jack shows it's oh. like it's, i don't know what you do like yeah but i i haven't seen that like you were saying i haven't seen that very often yeah, yeah. It feels like, I mean, Bork is the biggest one, man. I, I fucking played a bunch of uh, Lala community games last night, mm -hmm. and all three games, there's AD carry player, very, very nice guy, but he goes, AD carry fucking sucks, man. You fucking do no damage. I build, like, fucking all this armor pen. It's like, you didn't build Bork in any of the fucking games. If you build Bork yeah. instead of any of your other items, it da out damages every single one of your items. Like I don't, I don't know if he told the story, but um, we played some community games <laughs> uh, this past week, and I was playing, like, essentially full like tank slash hp building set uh, i think my only armor item ended up being a uh, dead man's plate um 
and oh, maybe I had um, tab either way, you had a lot of HP and, yeah. like yeah. had a lot of HP, not very much armor. You buy so you're you're six items on on Draven, right? And your last item is Borg. And I literally messaged you like in game. I was like, I have five items. Draven. Draven fucking hates building Borg. It's such a shit item. Yeah. And I go, Nick, do I buy Borg? It sounds <laughs> awful, but it might be worth it. And you go, yeah. And I yeah, of course. Uh huh. And and guess what happened? It ended up exceeding every single uh damage item that you had built previously. And, yeah, and, and it was you my bought last a fucking item. Yeah, last. It's just like it is insane, and it's not optimal on Draven. Like there are not a lot of Dravens who would even consider going it. But I, I mean, I, I think it ended up winning you the game. Not that that like super mattered because we were just playing a yeah, community yeah. game for fun. Um, but like you were able to just kill me super quick. And even though it wasn't the 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 right item for Draven, it was the right item for the the game. Um, but yeah, we have these people still stuck on. I'm gonna go Eclipse on <laughs> on on these characters. I'm going Eclipse uh, uh, Ezreal. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, people just aren't building right, but I do think that when people start building correctly, like if when we start playing rank, Nick, like master tier, oh rank, yeah, it's just not. Gonna, I think it's not going to be that much fun until the items are nerfed. Personally, probably not. But mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you abuse them, but maybe, maybe I don't like. I don't know. My character, like Tom Kench, fucking sucks with all those items. I might start yeah. just trying to build virtue on him, just because I think it's probably playable. Um, mm-hmm. You could learn him uh, support. I mean, that's not what you want to do. Obviously, even bad but... too. He's bad right now, man. Do you think so? Yeah. I see. I might just play Warwick top, though. Or Shen. Yeah. Shen's really good. Poggers. Um, are there any champions that we think are really good that people aren't playing? Warwick. Warwick? No one fucking plays him. He's actually... He's so easy to play, and he's so good, and he's also kind of fun. Yeah, I'm gonna... You know, I think this is a hot take because he has fucking immense presence uh competitively at least but if you're a top laner play Cassante. um the character is very very broken um and the fact that i still don't see like a lot of people picking him um despite him having next to no like unplayable matchups is pretty wild yeah i feel like people are just slow to adapt like the best top laners in the game right now are like i think zach and mundo Mm-hmm. Mundo fucking got hotfix nerf and he's still the best fucking character in the game, in my opinion. Yeah, like, he's pretty insane. No one plays him. His mm-hmm. pick rate's like still like eight percent, which is high. It's a high pick rate. Don't get me wrong, but it's not yeah. high pick rate for the highest win rate character in the entire fucking game. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Cool. Uh, thanks, the Paladin, and uh, good luck in the upcoming pr- uh, uh, ranked year. Cool. You next wanna is read from the next Elliot. one. It okay. says, insert raging SpongeBob gif here. I have a way for you plebs to start, stop bitching about the changes to the t- start time of the LCS. Uh, get YouTube Premium. <laughs> they always stream it on YouTube on their official channel. Then you can listen to it like a podcast, like old white guys listening to their making, <laughs> to their sports. Oh, that makes way more sense. Um, that's how I've been able to keep up with the LCS while I work because I know the the players and the teams. Uh, and Wait, I know they 
I'm assuming it's the the players and teams, and I always know what's going on. I feel like if I miss something good, I'll go back and watch the VOD, and you 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 found the eleven dollars worth it. Maybe if you guys cancel your porn mod premium, you could spend that money on YouTube Premium and rant. Uh, I'm partially kidding, but I'm trying to sell YouTube on trying to sorry. I'm partially kidding and also trying to sell you YouTube Premium. It's been worth it to me. Plus, no commercials. Anyways, I do not apologize for the length of email. Uh, love the podcast, you guys. You were in my top five podcasts on Spotify. Wrapped Elliot. <laughs> um. As much as I'm not a fan of having to pay for YouTube, uh, I do pay for YouTube simply so I can download uh, videos to watch later. Um, so I'm already subscribed to it. It's just like people typically, I'm, I'm going to say the average worker is not able to just pull up a, a, a YouTube stream and watch it while they're working. I think that's a pretty privileged uh, yeah. opportunity to have. Um and the, the, the time moving towards when I would say the average play the average watcher is working. Um like that's that's the big issue is like people want to watch it, but if they're working when they when they do it and they're not able to be, you know, one of the people who um are able to watch while they're working, then like then what do you do? You I guess you watch the VOD, the VOD. Um but a lot of people want to watch it live. Yeah, it's weird. I, I like watching stuff at two dub speed, but I also like watching stuff live. <laughs> so yeah, like, mm -hmm. like I'll watch the game, and then whenever I'm busy, like if I have like a email or a phone call or whatever, I'll pause it, and then I'll like two dub speed like back to live or whatever. Um, but I do agree with him that YouTube Premium is fucking sick. Like, yeah, honestly, it, it's just, worth it. The amount of ad, like amount of YouTube that I watch on the TV just makes like the ads like worth it. I fucking hate. I th I don't think it's worth eleven dollars a month. Don't get me wrong. Really? Um, I think that's. I think it's so expensive for what it is. I mean, fucking Netflix is like a couple dollars like more expensive. And I. I so it's weird because I watch way more YouTube than I would watch Netflix, but I also feel like they're also putting millions upon millions of dollars into creating and purchasing shows for Netflix versus YouTube, which is people making video. Yeah, it does. It does seem weird that you have to pay for for it, right? Um, but it, I think it, depending on the, I, I also watch a lot of YouTube. I do have the opportunity to watch it at work when my, um, uh, stream quality or my internet quality is high enough. Um, but, uh, I do think it's worth it, but I would not think it's worth it if I, if I were like an average person. Yeah. I would think Netflix is, is way, way more valuable um cool thanks elliot and uh hey maybe uh aiden and i being able to watch things while we work we'll be able to to watch more lcs games um awesome our last email is from large dad uh oh our resident jokester all right you two colton haters it's unfortunate because i'm sure colton would quite like this joke but alas here we go when neil armstrong saw the earth from the moon he said it changed his perspective on humanity before there were arbitrary divisions and strife um but afterward, he only saw one people, all losers who hadn't been on the moon ever. Large dad. True. I like that one. That one's good. That one's good. Uh, that's true. Dude. That's like an eight, right? Eight yeah, out of ten. Yeah. It's solid. Um, thank you, large dad. And thank you all for listening. If you want to send us an email, it's mail at leecastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kinglaudatbluebasket and leecastfrost. Tweet at us at leecast on Facebook or leecast. Visit our website, leecastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash leecast. And support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leecast. We just recorded um, our December patron show this past week where we just did a whole year interview for, for season 2022 um had a lot to discuss so 
Uh, $1 a month will get you that. And we'll otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.